Hello, welcome to a special episode of the DevOps Speakeasy podcast. Today in my virtual studio, almost like a physical studio, look at us, uh, my co-host, Ket uh, Cosgrove. And um, I'm Baruch Sadogurski, and we're going to talk today about the upcoming JFrog user conference, the Swamp Up. Uh, and we will review some of the really exciting um, sessions that we have there, generally uh, look at the agenda. Before um, we're going to dive into the agenda and general things about Swamp Up, it's going to happen on June 23rd and 24th um, uh, online in the um, uh, America time zone, and then again on June 30th and July 1st in the uh, European time zone, um, so you will be able to catch it wherever you are. Um, the first day is training with uh, a great um, a training sessions about all things JFrog. And the second um, day is, is a conference. And um, this is what we're going to talk about. The tickets are uh, very, very affordable. It's uh, $100 for both days and only $20 for um, the conference uh, day only. And uh, all those are, uh, uh, earnings are going uh, to a charity as well, fighting the coronavirus. Uh, so yeah, there are no reasons not to attend. And there are a lot of reasons to attend and we're going to, uh, to to name a few today. So, uh, Kat, um, let's dive into it. What sessions are you excited about in uh, the Swamp Up uh, agenda this year? So there are a ton that I'm crazy excited about. It was actually really hard to pare it down to uh, sessions that we could fit in the agenda and then harder still to pare it down to like, what are my favorite three or four talks? But, uh, the one I'm most excited about probably is uh, lessons learned from cloud migrations. Planning is everything. I love disaster stories. And this is a disaster story from Chris Short at Red Hat of uh, moving towards the cloud. All of the things that can go catastrophically wrong uh, and how to avoid those things. That's, uh, that, that's one I'm like super hype about. Things to know about Chris. Um, uh, he was uh, on this very podcast not so long ago, and um, you definitely should check the episode with with Chris Short. He's amazing. He's also doing his own thing, DevOpsish, the mailing list, the podcast, um, yeah. and he's definitely a big figure in the DevOps space. So this is a talk not to miss. For sure, uh, that's he's really cool, really smart. He always has something interesting to say. Uh, it would be like a huge mistake to miss that talk for me, at least. I will actually be watching it. Uh, I'm also really excited about a talk about automating database schema changes. This is like maybe the dorkiest thing uh, about me, but I love SQL. Like I, I really like actively enjoy uh, SQL. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's like mad lame, but uh, this is a talk by Robert Reeves about how to automate your database schema change process. Uh, this is not something that I actually know much about. So I'm really interested in this both from uh, a that sounds interesting perspective and uh, actually learning something for me perspective. So that's also one not to miss in my opinion. And guess what? Robert Reeves is going to be on this very podcast very, very soon. So you definitely should subscribe to not miss the, the episode with, with him, and uh, he's an alumni speaker. Uh, he spoke at Swamp Up probably three years ago, 
um, and and uh, he's a great speaker. And this is, regardless of what do you feel about uh, SQL, this is a crazy important topic because still the majority of the databases uh, in the world are SQL. And uh, um, dealing with them in like DevOps environment, uh, in automated pipelines, in uh, migrations that we do when we upgrade are um, is 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 a crazy important topic. We have an entire chapter about that in the Liquid Software book uh, because it's not trivial, painful, but you cannot ignore it. So definitely, definitely a session to attend. For sure. Uh on the learning side of things, there's also a, a talk titled Open Source is Under Attack. It's about uh, what software supply chain attacks are, uh, what you need to know about them, and how you can start to protect yourself. It's uh, apparently a massively growing issue in cloud computing containers, up uh, 78% in 2019, according to Symantec. Uh, that talk is by Dan Lorink, who's an engineer at Google focusing on open source cloud technologies. And that's got like two things I really love, learning something new, because software supply chain attacks are not something I know a ton about, and disaster stories, like I said earlier. So that one also very exciting for me personally. You'll notice a pattern with the things that I'm excited about, disasters and uh, security. Yeah, this is, again, I, I, I completely agree with you. This should be a great talk. Uh, supply chain attacks is something that we experience more and more in our lives. And you can think about some examples like, uh, for example, the stream, uh, how would the how would the name of this library, event stream, event stream library uh, that, uh, if you remember, was uh, hijacked uh, by, by someone who injected um, code that steals uh, cryptocurrencies wallets. Uh, yep. from the machines that people run uh, and and there are there are numerous examples of how um, in today's world when we depend eh, we depend so heavily on our dependencies <laughs> and uh, <laughs> from one side but we don't check those dependencies you know what just watch an episode of those because it was Sam Boyer <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah right There's a whole hour and a half of that yeah, to, to realize uh, what are the dangers uh, of um, of the supply chain attacks, and obviously this talk should be should be a really really good one about that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in a similar vein to uh, chaos and disasters, uh, Anton Weiss also has a talk at Swamp Up. He was a guest on. I think he was our first guest, wasn't yes. he? On the yes. DevOps speaking. He was on the very first episode of the day. There was yeah, yes. our very first guest. Great guy. Super smart, a lot of positive things to say, a lot of uh, controversial and interesting things to say, but he's got a talk on managing chaos, software delivery in a decentralized world. Um, our systems are getting a little bit, the more we try to smooth things over, uh, the more complicated our systems actually get. We've got like abstraction layers on top of abstraction layers to make legacy systems easier to integrate. And we've got now all of these different pieces of the computing puzzle trying to work together in a way that's uh, easily maintainable. And he's got to talk about how we can accommodate all of these changes. And even with some like legacy systems, provide uh, more transparency and measurability across like the entire system. And that's something I think that is, uh, should be interesting to anybody, whether you're an engineer or a 
program manager or whatever your title is. If you are working in like cloud computing or technology today and not relying exclusively on legacy tech from 30 years ago, this is a valuable talk for you. Yep. Yep, for sure. And um, as you mentioned, Anton uh, is is a dear friend uh, for for us personally and, and for JFrog. Um, uh, speaking of which, and that's like also like a, head, a heads up, expect some announcements for the new Superfrogs program. It's a whole hush hush now. So you 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 for you yeah you heard it here first on DevOps Week Easy and um, definitely some amazing people who are friends for the frogs uh, definitely will be uh, will be there once it is announced officially. It's gonna be you and me here, so that's fine. Uh, Nobody yeah. will know. Um, anything else that you really you're really excited about in the agenda? That's other people's talks that I'm really excited about, but I am also speaking myself and because uh, I love attention and teaching people, I'm really excited about my talk. Uh, I'm going to talk to y'all about edge devices and making them less crappy. Uh, so last year for Swamp Up, I was an engineer on the IoT team at the time, and we wanted to make it easier to update the software on edge devices because there's something like 20 billion edge devices on the market today and most of them actually can't be updated wirelessly uh the overwhelming majority of them uh, can't be updated at all so they expect to run the same piece of software that they ship with until they break which is incredibly dangerous because nobody is writing bug-free code ever don't if you think you're writing bug-free code i got a bridge to sell you <laughs> uh, and the ones, a lot of the ones that can be updated aren't doing it over the air. You have to physically flash the device, which is kind of risky. Uh, we all remember breaking at least one iPhone trying to jailbreak it before it became a little bit more open. Of any without, without yeah, you know, you used to have to jailbreak it to do anything useful with it. But we've, we all remember the risks of flashing new phone firmware onto a phone. It was, uh, and it's still just as risky with other devices. So, um, we decided it didn't have to be that way anymore, and we built a proof of concept demonstrating uh, fast over-the-air updates for an edge device, and we used the most tangible example of an edge device we could think of, a car. Uh, we didn't use a real car because JFrog wouldn't buy us one to maybe brick, which is, you know, like fair, I guess, but killjoy. So, so we built uh, a scale model of a self-driving car. It did really drive. There was a whole bunch of cool stuff that went into making that part of the demo interactive. But more importantly, we took software updates on a car from something that could take eight hours and required physical access to flash it to something that takes anywhere between 35 seconds and like five to 10 minutes and happens over the air without interrupting the user. So I am going to tell you all about how the heck we accomplished that. Uh, it was more complicated than you would expect, but still not super difficult once you know where you're going with it. So if you want to hear the ins and outs of how we made that work, come see me talk. This is, this is great. And, and just to add uh, my take on how important it is, Another friend of ours that will 
be uh, soon interviewed on this podcast is uh, Roman Shaposhnik, who's actually on the board of Linux Foundation Edge, um, which is uh, the part of Linux Foundation that deals with edge computing. Think about CNCF, but not for cloud native, but for for edge computing. And according to this chapter of the uh, Linux Foundation, um, Edge is the new cloud native. Um, and uh, obviously, there are much more devices on Edge than in any other computing, in any data center, in any Google or, or, or Facebook or Netflix or whatever uh, you want to think about. And the importance of the edge computing is increasing. So um, according to, to Roman, um, edge today is what cloud was uh, 10 years ago. Uh, this is exactly the perfect time to start looking at it, to start paying attention, to start learning. So when it breaks to, um, to the main stage uh, and, and grabs the entire attention of the entire world, you will be one of the one of the leaders because you already know this thing. Um, we uh, obviously agree. Um, again, taking back to the liquid software, uh, I think one of the most important targets of the liquid software revolution is um, the edge updates, and this is exactly what uh, UCAT is going to talk about: uh, how to continuously update an edge device. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to learn about the next big thing, definitely uh, do not miss a uh, cat stock. For sure. I definitely think that is the direction things are going. We're, we're already seeing like more and more workloads pushed off of like centralized cloud locations to devices at the edge. So it's, it's, it's for sure where we're going. And there are a lot of problems and stumbling blocks you can run into trying to work with these devices because they're so low memory usually and gotta gotta build from the beginning prepared to deal with that or you're not going to you can't retrofit it yep yep for sure well you might have but it will be too expensive it's just... yeah and it'll be janky yeah um <clears throat> so this this uh well obviously the 5G towers that cheap us with coronavirus and what's not are all edge. So um, if you are in the uh, resist 5G resistance, uh, you need to know how they work in order to take them down. Um, well, that was sarcasm. I need to make sure that I add this disclaimer because apparently there are some people who take this seriously. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, let's take a step back and look at the agenda um, in, a, in a glimpse and, and, and see what, what else is there for us. So, we'll have some keynotes, um, relatively short ones, uh, and uh, um, you will be able to learn what's new with JFrog, what are the new, f the new features, and the exciting roadmap that we are working on. So, this is important, and you definitely should join us for that. Um, and, and then uh, we're going to break into uh, four different streams, cloud native, uh, DevSecOps, enterprise DevOps, and digital transformation. Uh, cloud native is all those containers and uh, Kubernetes talks. So um, you will obviously um, get our all-time favorites like Jessica Dean, 
uh, and her always the best talks at Swamp Up uh, this year as well. Kubernetes meets the real world, the DevOps edition. And that's kind of, um, she did a lot of intro on how to work with Kubernetes. This is more like, okay, um, this is not your one-on-one demo. This is the next thing. Um, also, a talk that I'm very excited about is uh, from our uh, very own uh, SRE, um, uh, Sophia, and she's going to talk about our experience, Jeffrog's experience with Kubernetes. Um, obviously, all our SaaS applications uh, run on Kubernetes on all the three big uh, cloud providers, AWS, GCP, and Azure. And we obviously learn a lot about what works and what doesn't. Uh, you definitely should not miss that. Uh, uh, Archie Karadinov, um, yet another friend of ours, um, is going to talk about uh, Anthos, which is a very important a, a, a product on uh, GCP and how it works with a Jeffro Gratifactory. Um, and there, this is kind of the, the cloud native stuff. Uh, DevSecOps, uh, Kanti already mentioned some of the talks there, like the open source after attack. One of the fathers of DevSecOps, John Willis, is going to uh, join us and uh, talk about DevSec automated governance. And I think um, this is what DevSecOps is about. It's taking governance and automating it. And uh, we will also have um, uh, other stories, uh, for example, uh, the vulnerability history databases and statistics of vulnerability from um, DevSecOps historian Brian Martin, who works with um, RISBase Security, VulnDB, that's the database that powers uh, JFrog X-Ray. Um, speaking about JFrog X-Ray, our own Sven Rupert, our uh, DevSecOps advocate, is going to talk about how I'll get up and running with X-Ray in case you still don't, uh, don't use it. Um, there are um, many more uh, exciting sessions in DevSecOps track, so don't miss that. Uh, for in the enterprise DevOps stream, um, so uh, we have uh, some customer stories uh, from uh, Capital One, for example, how Enterprise Plus helps them to scale DevOps to the entire enterprise. Um, we will have uh, um, a Kafka implementation stories uh, from uh, Victor Gam of, of Confluent. Uh, we will have some um, new and exciting capabilities in distributing uh, uh, Docker images uh, across your enterprise uh, by our very own uh, Gal Marder and Shimi Bandiel. Um, and uh, another uh, another uh, guest in the DevOps Speakeasy uh, podcast, uh, uh, Valerie Rodriguez, uh, is going to talk about how um, the DevOps agile adoption kind of brings up brings up back into waterfall, especially in the in the big enterprise settings. And well, you know Valerie rocks because you heard the DevOps Speakeasy with her. She's, She's outstanding. Love yep. her. Yep. Digital transformation. You already mentioned Anton, um, creator of Jenkins. Uh, Koski Kawagachi is going to join us and 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 talk about uh, uh, data-driven DevOps. That's a topic that we speak about a lot. And obviously, 
Um, it is a big issue for everybody, so we will hear a KK's take on that. Um, uh, Jane Grohl, uh, another dear friend, and um, uh, she is, I think, the co-founder of the DevOps Institute, is she, going to talk yeah. about um, a little bit what it takes to take to do DevOps in our new uh, new normal. Um, and uh, another talk that I'm very excited about from uh, Ravi uh, Lachman, and uh, uh, that's getting to yes um, for, for our changes. And uh, well, this is a very interesting topic because it is about changing people's minds. Um, uh, there, is, there is a great book, Getting to Yes, and there is a sequel for this book called Getting Past No. Um, we will see what this has to do with, uh, with DevOps. Um, we will have an amazing lo uh, locking, uh, sorry, closing lock note. Now I know the difference between the keynote and a lock note. Thanks, Twitter. Uh, I don't. What's the difference? Uh, keynote is opening. Lock, lock note is closing. Oh. Right? Huh. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel real dumb for not. <laughs> well, no one knew. Today years right. old when I learned that that was a thing. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's that's. I I learned it a couple of months ago, and yeah, it's mind blowing. That's cute. Then, I'm never using that. Yeah, virtual happy hour. Uh, bring your own drinks, but but let's mingle and and, and talk about that. Um, couple of interesting stuff that we are going to do during lunch, just because it's <laughs> not lunch everywhere when we call it lunch. Sure. <laughs> right. You might actually go and eat something, but if you uh, want to eat and watch, or it's just like three a.m. and you're not feeling like eating, uh, we want to add some activities during lunch. And uh, um, th there are two planned now. We're going to do the lightning talks, and we have a lot of amazing lightning talks. Cut, you are excited by by some of them. Um, I am. I love lightning talks uh, in general because uh, it's small small chunks of information gives me something to to chew on a little bit, and then go down a, like a Google rabbit hole. So there uh, there is at least one that I am crazy excited for about uh, like automation and testing. I love testing. I'm very passionate about testing. I'm also very passionate about uh, documentation. I know that that is like, a, it's a popular thing to harp on engineers to, to do, but I am an engineer and I, I genuinely love those two things. Like nothing gets me excited, like good tests and good docs. So if you also like good tests and good docs, then definitely uh, do not skip out on the lightning talks over lunch. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're going to announce them soon, and you will see them on the website as well. Um, and uh, we are working on some interesting panels that we will host live during lunch as well. Uh, and um, again, stay tuned for, for the announcements. We also have, if you look at the agenda, you will see there are some sessions to be announced, like placeholders. And that's again for for some exciting speakers and big topics that we are we are working on now, and they will be populated in the next month as we are getting close to the to the event itself. Um, so I think with that, uh, generally, as you understand now, it's a great time to uh, come to Swamp Up as it is virtual, uh, available for everybody, and uh, super affordable in terms of price. 
uh, we still miss our Napa Valley um, kind of, uh, you know, kind of upscale event. Uh, hopefully we will get it back by next year. But um, you know what? We'll try something different this year. We'll see how it works. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it will be a pleasant, uh, but also useful experience for all of us and all of you. And we'll do some good for the world at the same time. It's very true. Okay. So, uh, Kat, thank you very much for uh, for this overview of the agenda. Um, this is Kat Cosgrove. Later. See you there. And I'm Baruch. Stay tuned for more episodes of the DevOps Speakeasy podcast.